Suave Afternoon. This is Brother Suave, your mind-blowing, thought-provoking, and eye-opening on-air personality, life coach, psychotherapist, author, and creator. Hope you guys have a suave day. Yeah, and with that, let's commence the pay. Okay, I'm so suave you so suave Together we can fix the trauma that's befallen us. Divine social interactions remains marvelous. Mind-blowing, suave-alicious talk, higher consciousness. But think, let not your hearts be troubled, Dr. Brother Suave. Divine light give you dull. Greetings, this is Dr. Brother Suave, your mind-blowing, thought-provoking, and eye-opening on-air personality, life coach, psychotherapist, author, creator, and you're a host of Social Therapy with Dr. Brother Suave. So excited um, about tonight's show. Listen, um, I'm just really excited. You know, I'm a little exhausted, um, but I'm excited in so many different ways. Um, just want to share um, this past Friday, the last of the Mohicans, my son, Giovanni, he graduated from high school. Um, it was a it was a great feeling. You know, it was always a great feeling to see um, your child make a major accomplishment, one of their first credentials. And so he graduated from, um, I think it's Somerset Academy. Um, it's a charter school. And it's, you know, when you reflect back, man, it's just like I got these, my cheeks are sore because I'm just so grateful, so happy for him. I'm proud of him. And um, it was a great thing, you know. He'll be attending Lynn University. And I'm just super excited. We um, had a campus visit, man. That's a beautiful campus, I'm telling you. Um, it's a wonderful campus. It has a lot of support systems and I'm just happy, you know, it's just happy to see your son, your child graduate. And then, you know, he's looking forward to his um, educational journey. He wants to be an attorney. And so he's going pre-law. So I'm happy for him. And also as the journey itself was, um, wasn't going to let anything destroy that great moment. Cause I definitely had some challenges with traveling. Um, I got here, Got home about um, 3.15 this morning, only to um, have my car, wouldn't crank up. So I got home. I had to get right back up and go get the car. But again, all in all, I wasn't going to let something small like that discourage me about being happy because I'm on this high about my son graduating. Um, also, um, about 48 hours, man, I also got a, another um, opportunity to have a great feeling. Um, I normally like do some reels and posts and something like that. But um, they they only like sometimes 800, 900, 500, you know. But this time um, I have about 35,000 views and I never had it um, that high. So I'm a little excited about it, you know. may not be many to others, but I'm always being grateful for some of the strides I'm making professionally. And so I ask you guys to continue to support me. Um, and I'm glad and grateful for everything that happens in my life as a professional um, also as a man. Um, and that's why I often internalize. I'm proud of black man. And so I'm happy about my drive and my determination. So um, this week, I'm going to continue Black Women's Dialogue. Um, we've been really enjoying this month, this season, um, and all these episodes. So tonight, we're going to continue. So tonight, we're going to have a very special guest. Um, her name is Tracy, the research coach, um, Randolph. And um she is a wonderful and powerful woman. So I'm going to read something about her. She's a um, certified health coach, a life coach, a personal trainer, a best-selling global author, a speaker, a survivor, and a mother. Her passion for health, nutrition, and fitness, and over, over, well, overall 
Holistic Wellness was born from her own struggles with breast cancer. She perceived having cancer as one of the most amazing events that ever happened in her life, leading her to a, a life of purpose to point others towards optimal health. She is a four-time author, having co-authored a best-selling women's empowerment book called um, Break the Mold and Make the Difference. Also, she wrote Level Up, a handbook to unleash your greatness, spiritual fitness for survivors, and how to turn your struggles into strength. Um, that's the second edition. And also a handbook in, called um, Developing Human Equity, World Civility, and Miss the Missing Element. So, man, so without further ado, we're going to welcome our wonderful, talented, and brilliant guest, the research coach, Tracy Randolph. Hey there. Hey. <laughs> that was a great introduction. I'm like, what's he talking about? Is that me? <laughs> I'm talking to the suave, amazing reset coach. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on your show, Dr. Brother Suave. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, it's an honor, man. It's always an honor. I, I, I love your platform. I love what you do. You know, I follow you. I see all the suave, amazing things that you do. Um, and, and I just, I'm, I'm, I'm just honored to have you. You know, I always like when you invite me to your show and the content. And so I just want to be able to allow my audience to see the greatness in you and share some things about you. I appreciate that. Um, we'll be calling you again. Actually, <laughs> talk just so you know. <laughs> so Tracy, yeah, the reset coach. Tell us about how did you come up with that? Ah. Uh, so after, after breast cancer, I started coaching women in uh, an organization called Women Empowered International, which I am mm -hmm. a part of their planning committee. And what kept coming up as women were speaking about the mistakes that they were making, the, what they called mistakes, and I just kept saying to them, you always have the opportunity to reset. And it really just became my mantra from there. But I just wanted them to know, you know, don't beat yourself up about the mistakes you make or the things that you didn't do today start again tomorrow you know so that's how the reset came about and i'm like i'm the reset coach that's it <laughs> and that's, that's, really, that's really all it was wow i like that because a lot of times people are imprisoned by their mistakes and they stay there mm -hmm. it is almost like when you say re-coach a reset it just you know what it reminds me of um when you make mistake or you sin you repent mm -hmm. and start all over again you know, you're starting all over again. You had a sin and you're feeling some type of remorse. You repent and keep yeah. it moving. You yeah. don't hold yourself a prisoner to past mistakes. You know, you just reset, repent and move on. And I love that mantra. And wellness is it's a lifetime journey. Yes, it's it is. Not just, you know, for a short period of time. Like I have a program that's 90 days, but really the continuation of wellness goes far past 90 days. So it's, it's a lifetime journey. Yes, yes. And I think sometimes, you know, people do some things like for an event. And that's also when it comes to like self-love. And, you know, that's my mantra. Mm -hmm. A lot of people just do it for others. But this is a lifestyle. Yeah. You know, this is a lifestyle. It's not for other people, but it's for yourself. Because, you know, I always say one life, one heart, one soul. Take it all costs. So your health is, is definitely your wealth. So, um, so let me ask you something. You... When I was reading, because um, I'm going to go into the, the, the books, but I wanted to know what is a best-selling global um, author. Mm -hmm. That sounds super impressive. <laughs> I'm serious. 
global <laughs> up in this piece. Global. So what's the question there? What's the so, question? You know, uh, the, what is this global author is, you know, it's like international, like. A know. Absolutely, international. So of course um, the, the book um, Level Up Unleash your, you know, the handbook to unleash your greatness. Mm -hmm. That was done by a publisher in Canada. I had the opportunity to speak um, in regards to that book, and that's how that came about. And then again, the fourth book is about world civility, and that book goes into Africa with um, the publisher again. That was from Canada, but then also a world civility leader who is actually uh, he has so many accolades. But Dr. Um, Clyde Rivers, that book was done. Um, in collaboration with him, and that book is going into the different countries that he goes into in Africa to help the people there. So. Okay. Yeah. Wow, man, you are international <laughs> superstar. <up in> this <laughs> hey, y'all, listen, I have on my, uh, as my guest, a, a international uh, superstar. Y'all understand what y'all missing? <laughs> so, listen, um. I'm just, we're just going to dialogue about just a few things because um, I read, so I wanted to just go into um, what brought you into the passion for health, nutrition, fitness, and overall wellness. I know that you mentioned, uh, I was reading about being a survivor. Was was that, was the driving force or this was something that you was dabbling in like many of us? So I was definitely dabbling in in it but you know not consistent with it at all i was working very stressful um job in corporate america so i would work out when i could um i would you know i didn't eat well at all let me just be completely transparent about that i did not i grew up in a family who you know was raised in the south cooked very southern you know soul food style food with a lot of butter and sugar and so i was not raised on healthy food and i didn't and i and i was always thin so i i equated at that time thin to healthy because i didn't even educate myself on health cuz i always thought i was healthy right um, because yeah. i was mobile and i was very active but i didn't really become passionate about health and wellness until i was forced to and that was because of breast cancer Yes. I think sometimes a lot of us are under the impression because we look healthy, that we are healthy. Let me mm -hmm. tell you, blood is blood. Mm -hmm. And some people got good blood. Some people have bad blood. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't, you know, the body is going to be eventually break down. Anytime anything is going unaddressed, it progressively gets worse. So you may see that's genetics. You may come from a family who ate bad, but was slender. Yeah. But then you may have a, a family who's big and healthy yeah you know and, and i think sometimes a lot of us think because we are small we're not realizing that has nothing to do with our eating patterns but it has a lot to do with genetics Absolutely. and then when you stay healthy or when you do routine checkups that's why it's so important to do those routine checkups and then you find out things sometimes we find out too late and we're like hey i i didn't know i was eating that bad yeah. and being educating like you said educating ourselves like the breads and the rices and realize those things are not always in our best interest and they're addictive. Right. And I would even challenge the genetics a little bit just because um, sometimes it's the food that you eat is just not for your body. Right. Everybody's yeah. body is different. So sometimes it's not just the genetics. It's a combination of genetics mm -hmm. and the foods that you really don't understand don't work well for your body. Mm. Yeah. So what do you think of um, a food that you would know that wouldn't work for, well for your body? And it, it 
eventually destroys your body. It could it could be it could be anything to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, the normal things that people think about is like the breads, the carbs, the but that's that may not be it. It could be a certain fruit that doesn't agree with you. It could be, you know, an avocado and that particular fat doesn't agree with you. It could be a particular nut or a combination of nuts. It could be beans. It just really depends on how um, your body processes that particular food. And it may not be um, it may not it may not go through your digestive system very well. So. Okay. Yeah. Now, now it, it, this could be a funny question, but I'm serious. Mm -hmm. What about Akin saltfish or conch salad? <laughs> well, does that agree? Does that agree with you? <laughs> yes, but I'm just saying, it's nothing in research says that is bad for you, like those breads and and rices yeah. and stuff like that. No. Okay. And you won't you won't see this in research unless you unless you work with your doctor to research what's working well for you, right? Because it, it's it's not just that conch may not be good for somebody else. And aki, what is it? Aki. Aki and saltfish. Aki and saltfish. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my two favorite. <laughs> yeah. So that may not be well for somebody else, and uh -huh. that's delicious. Very salty, but it's delicious though. Yes, but you got to soak it well and get mm -hmm. a lot of that salt out and it won't mm -hmm. be too salty okay yeah. just making sure because i was like oh my god it'll be a struggle no but here's <laughs> the thing right you have to pay attention to what is that particular food doing to my body if you find that you're eating something and you start to get headaches your body starts to feel um inflamed you feel bloated you know, you may get a rash, something may be happening. Your stomach is just unsettled. If there's something something happening to you after you eat a certain food, then that's when you need to explore. All right. Is this something that I should be eating? There's um, I, I'm pretty sure you've probably heard of Ayurvedic uh, medicine practices, right? Ayurvedic practices, I should say. Well, they do body types and you take this test and you find out what they call is your dosha and you figure out like what's good for your body, what's not good for your body based on their tests. I found out that um, spicy food is not good for my body when I did these tests. And I was getting reactions before I took this test. I was getting reactions from spicy food because my body normally runs hot. I'm very, high, very high metabolism, high energy, body runs hot. So anything spicy gets me inflamed. I have to cool my body down with things like melons and mangoes and pineapples and things like that. I didn't know that until I started looking into what's good for my, what foods are good for my body. Now, they, yeah. that may not affect other people in the same way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I found out my kryptonite was ice cream or mm -hmm. anything that had milk in it. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm talking about. I don't know, was my, does my stomach have a brain of its own? Mm -hmm. Because I would drink almond milk and it would react just like cow milk. I would drink some other types and it still would react. Uh, I would take the, have the ice cream that's not, still would react the same way. So it was mm -hmm. something, I guess, compound that would be a milk substitute or something. And I just had to really just give up on ice cream or any milk products. You yeah. know, I, I realized that every time I would eat it, I would have stomach pains. And constantly have to use the restroom. Mm -hmm. So that's, I guess you're right. Just paying attention to your body after that, because it will happen every time. Absolutely. See, there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, man. I, I, I'm happy. So listen, um, for, because there's a few things that I want us to get into, but mm -hmm. I want us to step um, out for a quick second and go to station identifications. And we'll be right back with social therapy with Dr. Brother Suave. All right. Oh, 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 oh,
Um, we're back. Um, before I get into and continue the dialogue, I just want to give a uh, special shout out to my cousin, um, Arthur Prince and Fred um, Jones. And also um, want to give a special um, Juneteenth to everyone. And also happy Father's Day um, this coming um, weekend. Just want to acknowledge the great fathers. Um, we are truly needed. And um, all the great fathers out there, I'm, pro I'm very proud of you guys. Continue to do the great job that you do. Also, continue to sow into the lives of your children because they need you and they are our future and um, they will appreciate it. They may not understand um, what you're doing right now, but just continue to walk the walk. And I'm going to tell you, it's all worth it. You know, God didn't say it was going to be easy, but it's definitely worth it. So I just want to give a special shout out and tell all of the brothers out there, happy Father's Day. So we're back. Um, Social therapy with Dr. Brother Suave with our very special guest, Tracy, the Reset Coach Randolph. And um, so when we was talking about um, fools and everything uh, prior to us going on to a station identification, um, I wanted to um, just go into, I don't know if this was something, but you did mention it in your bio about um, your journey with breast, can breast cancer. And so I wanted to uh, relate that to, was it anything like genetic or was this something uh, as a result of eating healthy or was it anything that brought on uh, this breast cancer? Sure. So I, I have determined, right? <laughs> Medically, they can't really tell me. They can tell you if it's hereditary or not, which I did take those tests and it was not hereditary. So I really determined that it was a combination of stress um, along with the poor eating habits and the lack of exercise because I was just in a time period where my life was very stressful. I was a single mom working a very demanding corporate job and, you know, just the stress of life. I thought I was managing it well, right? <laughs> but that just wasn't the case. And, and when I found, and then I, you know, I just believe it was my wake up call, to be perfectly honest with you. It was just meant to happen. But I think environmentally, um, it was just, you know, what was happening in my life at the time. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. so, so it's safe to say that when you reinvented yourself or reset yourself mm -hmm. um, through having a passion for a healthy lifestyle, you basically did uh, a self inventory and said, I need to do some change. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Which led me here um, today. Now it, it, it did take me, it took me no time at all to make the change when it came to um, changing my eating habits and exercising. I'm a person that um, can do the cold Turkey. Um, type of method. So yes. <laughs> when I'm, especially when my back is against the wall, right. You know, yes. <laughs> I was, I was really forced into it, but I just decided that, okay, I'm giving up. 
you know, a lot of the foods that I used to eat, the sugar, the butters, the, you know, the dairy, like you mentioned earlier, um, a lot of the meat, um, which I had started before uh, breast cancer, but I just decided I'm going to change my eating habits completely. I'm yes. going to start exercising. And then I just fell in love with it and became, you know, really avid about making sure that I was moving my body on a regular basis. So I, I just said, you know what, this is it. I, I said to God, I'm like, I'm surrendering mm -hmm. cancer to you. You just show me how you want me to handle it. And I just fell in love with everything. I fell in love with learning about food. I fell in love with, like I mentioned earlier, just exercise. I fell in love with it all. I fell in love with just changing my mindset, even around corporate America and working and being able to just take moments to just breathe, honestly, to release stress. And I just figured, wow, this is, this is great. This is amazing. And then I said to myself, this is what I'm supposed to do. Yes. So I went to a certification program, got my health um, coach certification, my life coach certification. And I put more stress on myself at that time because I was working the corporate job and doing two certification programs at the same time, mm -hmm. but I was loving it. You know, I just had a yes. new attitude about it and just a new mindset altogether. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the thing is, you know, again, I'm always on a spiritual, social, and clinical perspective. And one of the things I'm always telling people um, is that Sometimes you got to go cold turkey. Many people, you know, words are powerful. Many people say, well, I can't change overnight. Or they say, well, um, I'm not going to do this because I don't like what you said. And I told people, you know, they say it ain't what you say is how you say it. But life can talk to you in a way that's saying, if you don't change right now, cold turkey, your life is in jeopardy. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't understand. And they say, well, I'm not changing. And I'm like, okay, well, guess what? Remember one heart, one soul, one life? It's not when you being passive aggressive saying you're not going to change. It hurts no one except you. Yeah. And so like a doctor say, if you smoke once more cigarette, um, you're going to die tomorrow. And people say, well, I don't like how you said it. It's not about how you say it. Mm -hmm. These are things that's going to affect you and only you. And people have to be mindful of, of the cold turkey mantra because some things are, it's, it's about your life. Yeah. You know, and, and so when you're talking about the reset, I love that mindset. And speaking of mindset, um, um, I wanted to ask you, you know, those benefits because you was mentioning mindset. And I think sometimes people have to recognize that changes are needed. Yeah. And so it starts here. Mm -hmm. You know, you can eat better, but it starts here and having a plan. So let's discuss that. So what do you think about in terms of that mindset, that, 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 uh, the paradigm makeover and changing? Because it yeah. starts from the inside out. Absolutely. So I want to go back just a little bit because I want to talk about um, just being realistic with who you are too, though, um, because everybody doesn't do things cold turkey, right? Yes, so I want I want um, everybody out there to recognize and understand who they are and how they operate also so that they can make the changes that they need to make. And maybe it doesn't look like, you know, the, the reset coach's method or the Dr. Brother Suave's method, but they understand that if I start now to make the changes and if I do it, you know, maybe they're you know, just releasing one food that doesn't work for them, right? And they recognize that the one that has the most detriment to their to their physical health, and they say, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to change that particular habit. As long as they are moving forward and progressing forward to change, but I think people need to be, this is and this is mindset too, be really realistic about who you are and how you operate, because that makes a big difference on your ability to sustain the lifestyle changes that you need to make in order to stay healthy. So that's one part of, of mindset, just being realistic with who you are. The other part of it is being positive about 
you know, what's to come, right? Being positive about the outcomes that you know that you need to get, understanding that it's not going to happen today or right away, potentially, right? But, mm -hmm. you know, just being positive about making those changes and knowing and saying, being realistic about, okay, this, this I can do. I'm going to stay positive about it because it's going to happen for me, you know? So that's the other part of um, just changing the mindset is remaining positive. And, you know, I would say <laughs> I'm going to go a little radical here. Right. And and this is um, <laughs> TV, but I'm going to say, you know, just adopt that badass mindset. Like I can do anything that I decide and I put my mind to and I put into action because you can't just say it in your mind and not actually do anything with yes. it. But anything that I put into action that I can actually achieve. And if you become a badass at that, you make the mm -hmm. choice and the decision to do it, your your life will start to change. Yes, absolutely. I, I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> I do. Because I, 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 in fact, um, I posted uh, a post um, about six days ago and I say I am greatness. And I say you become what you believe. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I thought that was something, you know, you know, like. You know, a couple of simple. I said, um, don't get confident, arrogance mixed up with confidence, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. You can you can speak that stuff and say, hey, I'm bad, mm -hmm. I'm bad to the bone. And again, the mindset, you know, right. it starts here. That's you know, right. and, and you can accomplish anything you want. You just gotta. I mean, before I met you, I told you um, when I met you, I told you I'm like, I used to see this person, because <laughs> I didn't know. I'm like, why does this keep popping up? This lady exercising. <laughs> He's a monster because I'm like, I said, I remember I tried to do something. I can't hang out. You never know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then I think that's when I we, we met. And I'm like, dang. And learn. And then I see the people who follow you and, and your your um your program. And it's just it's, it's it's I love it. You know, and it's changing people's lives. And again, I you I guess you teach them how to get the right mindset because these people are seen to be um really committed. Yeah. I commend you yeah. for I guess getting them in that place and have that right mindset. And it's, you know, a little bit at a time, yeah. it's only moving forward. Yeah. And, and just to mention like one of my clients, because this is the part that I love, I'm not so focused on um, the weight loss part of it because that will happen. And I think yeah. um, particularly for women, they get hung up on the weight loss portion of it. But there's, I have a client right now who changed her glucose numbers. Um, that, and, and is not on medication. Um, you know, she was pre-diabetic and she said, I don't want to get on medication. I want to change my lifestyle and I want to do it holistically. And she did. And her numbers are great now. And she's starting to lose weight. The weight is coming off slow. But when she started the exercise program, she couldn't jump. She couldn't do jumping jacks. She had to do the modified version and she couldn't do those jumping squats. Now she's jumping, you know, so the strength that comes from it and the energy that comes from it and the stamina and the endurance that comes from it, that's more important. And your heart being able to endure, right? That's yeah. more important than the weight loss because the weight loss will happen um, over time. But it's really just becoming healthy uh, internally yes yes and 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 those things it, it is not just like you say the weight increasing your health mm -hmm. but also building self-esteem yeah yes and so my question is to you do you think losing weight or having better eating habits improves a person's self-esteem Absolutely. And I know we were talking about this a little bit prior to the show, but absolutely. Um, your confidence increases tremendously, especially when that's really 
Um, and I'll say secretly sometimes, right? Like we talked about secretly, those are the results that you want, you know, yes. and you may not verbalize that out loud, but when those are the results that you, when you want to get back into those skinny jeans or mm -hmm. that little black dress and, you know, I'm speaking for the women right there, right? <laughs> or the guys want to wear the muscle shirts, you know, <laughs> you know, but um, it definitely does. It definitely boosts your confidence. You walk different, you feel different. Um, you present yourself different, yes. um, both in what you um, choose to wear and just your whole attitude mm -hmm. and that um, attitude of confidence starts to come out. So it definitely <coughs> improves. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, people tend to feel more confident when they look good. You know, mm -hmm. they, when they're feeling um, their weight and their clothes, they start to explore things that, like you were saying, the pants, the jeans that they always wanted to wear. Yeah. If they have those pictures in high school, like. I just want to get this is my goal yeah. because I um and because when I was life coaching and like I remember incorporating something that I learned from how you know ladies would feel good about themselves and as they mm -hmm. do certain and so my character suave e debonair and I said hey, when you look good you feel good and when you feel good it's all good and it's all good because I just got paid good <laughs> so all that <laughs> it, it's, it's so good because believe it or not the world is so shallow and sometimes yeah. people get economic opportunities they get professional opportunities mm -hmm. and and these people can see the results of confidence self-esteem mm -hmm. self-worth mm -hmm. and then you know and then you see they start changing their lifestyle better eating habits and they know how they start to realize that this is hard work and i'm keeping it up and it's not just the eating but it's my lifestyle yeah and i noticed that really really um, improves them and then also a lot of times it definitely improves their social life mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know? and that's what people um what they realize after they get results is just being able to perform it increases your productivity so you know if you need to perform at work you know at home even you're not so fatigued you feel confident about you know even what you're showing your children when you start to look yes. feel more confident like all of that um comes out and it affects every part of your life as well yes even the even on the um when i define self-love mm -hmm. the last one is self-preservation mm -hmm. we're talking about healthy lifestyle yeah. mentally emotionally and so they start eating well and it it, it for, for the most part it increased your life with longevity absolutely because you, know? you you did an amazing thing with the lady you saying the weight is going to come off but her numbers improved yeah that's, yes yeah. And if yeah. we could just mention that a little bit, too, I, I always tell people to go find out their numbers, you know, and mm -hmm. have your doctor go through those numbers with you thoroughly, you know, because most doctors don't do that. So most people don't even understand where they are from a glucose level, from a yeah. you know blood pressure level, you know, they, their heart rate, their cholesterol. Like most people don't understand that. So if you have your doctor do the blood work and then have them walk you through every every line item that's there so that you understand where you are and then ask them where you need to be with those numbers as well. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned that um, because I, I always stay healthy. Mm -hmm. And I remember beginning of the pandemic. And, you know, when you stay in the house, I, um, you know, it wasn't going anywhere. And, you know, I get, remember how people's buying all this food, you know, they didn't know. It was, I remember just eating bad. Yeah. You know, I, I wasn't going to the gym and just eating bad. And I remember feeling funny. I'm like, this is just not what I do. Mm -hmm. But I was eating bad and I was feeling sluggish. I was just feeling all kind of 
unswapped tabulous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, and so then I started to use the restroom a lot. Then I was using it all through the night. And I'm like, what is going on with my body? Mm-hmm. Then I'm start, I was like constantly being dehydrated. Mm-hmm. And you remember you say recognize and paying attention to your body? Mm-hmm. All those things I was writing down. I was like, why am I using the restroom so much? Why am I so dehydrated? Why? And find out that my blood sugar levels was high. And I was like, and it was like, yo, and this is the funny thing, you know, mm-hmm. a person like me who always stayed healthy. And and they told me my blood sugar levels was stroke level. I'm like, mm-hmm. huh? Wait, really? And um, and I remember they were like, hey, you're gonna have to do this. And I was like, nah, y'all not gonna put me on some um because those needles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the um, insulin shots. Yes. I'm mm-hmm. like, nah, I'm not doing that. They said, well, we're gonna have to do something, and then they they put me on some metformin and I was like, hey, what is this? I'm using the restroom every freaking 20 minutes. I can't go anywhere, you know, but I shouldn't have because, you know, the pandemic. And then I'm like, you know what? I I just got rid of everything and came back in my numbers. And they was like, yeah, you know, it, it took like two visits mm-hmm. and they decreased the dosage. And I'm like, okay. And then I was back to normal, but I learned because I didn't know anything about the C1 something, um, A1C or something. Mm -hmm. It was the blood levels, but it was still the A1C. And I'm like, what is that? And it was telling me it had to be this. And I'm like, oh, my God. So it's more than just that. Mm -hmm. And so and then I had to bring those numbers down and it was it. But it was education because here is a person who stayed in shape, was a vegetarian for like 28 years and Mm -hmm. always ate well. Don't drink, never smoked or did anything, and I'm just a waterholic. And that, as a result of that experience, it just really uh, gave me a, a, a reality check. Yeah. And again, I was never overweight, but I noticed um, my body had changed, you know. And um, again, yeah. what you do is amazing, and I appreciate it. So I want you to talk yeah. about um, some of the things that can be habit forming, because again. This is a black woman's dialogue. So we want to focus on um, women's health mm-hmm. and how to stay focused and how to to um, increase better holistic living. OK. Yeah. So um, I'll mention the first one. And you were just talking about um, your A1C and those sugar levels, um, the glucose levels. That sugar is habit forming. Right. It's it's a drug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, yes. it's scientifically proven, right? It affects you the same way, you know, as cocaine or heroin or something um, of that nature. So it is a drug. And um, that's what you want to reduce. You want to make sure that you are reducing your sugar. It, it just it causes inflammation and so many different diseases. If you look it up, you can it, you can attribute sugar to a lot of the illnesses that we have um, mm-hmm. here today, particularly in the United States. So that's one. That's a big one. That's habit forming. Um, and then, you know, uh, a lack of movement is habit forming. And I know a lot of people um, have said that, you know, because of the pandemic, they didn't move. That was the reason why I started the virtual fitness classes to just keep women motivated. I was actually working in a gym prior to COVID and then everything shut down. And I just, you know, just you know, connected with a a group of women and just Mm -hmm. said, Hey, let's get on zoom and let's work out. 
you know, let's feel better. Let's, you know, continue to make sure that we are getting movement even during this pandemic and just to boost our mood too, you know, yes. our immune system through it all because nobody really knew in the beginning what was happening with uh, the virus. So that's how I started that. But movement is definitely a big one as well. I know mm -hmm. people, you know, they're busy, they're running around. There's a lack of movement. The other one that I want to mention, which is huge, and this was a, um, a problem for me, definitely when I was in corporate America, is just lack of sleep. Um, yeah. Most people do not get enough sleep. And sleep is so essential for allowing your body to just refresh and restore and replenish. And, you know, um, a lot of our organs need that time of rest just to be able to replenish. Um, it allows your digestive system also to um have some rest because once you wake up in the morning and you start that first meal, your system, your digestive system starts to start processing everything. Eat from the first chew, it does. And you need your, the digestive system is another part of this, right? That um, people don't really consider. Um, it's not habit forming. It's a lack of habit of making sure that you're eating properly throughout the day to be able to jumpstart your digestive system. So um, those are the things that I would say, making sure that you're uh, reducing that sugar, getting your movement. Um, mm -hmm. What was the other you, one? That sleep, of sleep. sleep, and then making sure that you're eating properly so that you can allow your digestive system to yes. operate the way that it's supposed to. Now, here's the thing. When you mentioned the lack of sleep, mm -hmm. um, a lot of people, when they get older, they tend to only get five hours of sleep. Mm -hmm. And since I, you know, being um, 40 plus 15, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, know, I, I love that. I love that. I say I'm 25, 16 times over. So no, what I, I know, I'm just saying I'm only 40. So I, <laughs> I'm not, you know, we just so anyway, um, I can't sleep. Over, I can't sleep eight hours. And I, mm -hmm. I know I'm not the only one. Mm -hmm. But then you have to I get sleeping patterns or just erratic mm -hmm. you know i mean but that's why, why i'm sorry no i was i was asking why do you know why i i i don't have that answer mm -hmm. I, I don't mm -hmm. because i i just know um uh when i first retired in 2006 before mm -hmm. i reinvented myself i i noticed my sleeping habits were very weird and now i i don't like i go to bed early sometimes but that's why it's so easy for me to work in the middle of the night mm -hmm. while people sleeping and working and doing things and being creative. However, I noticed the changes when I got older and I, and a lot, I talked to a lot of other people and they have these erratic sleeping habits. Mm -hmm. and I don't know anybody that just actually sleep eight hours unless they're a teenager. Yeah. I think that's a conditioning though, really, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, because we, when we start to, to work, and then we have families and, you know, that the lack of sleep just comes naturally with everything that we're doing when we're so busy that it just I believe that it just continues. Listen, our body is supposed to be in rhythm with nature. Right. So technically, you're supposed to go to bed, you know, at the latest, probably by 10 o'clock and wake up around five or six o'clock in the morning. So if you're in rhythm with, you know, the moon and, and your circadian rhythm is working properly, um, that's when we're supposed to go to sleep. But I think we're conditioned not to sleep that long. And I, I'm going to include myself in that too. Because yeah, but how we condition ourselves? Explain. Uh, because 
it's, it's a habit, right? So once you create the habit, that's what your body is used to now. That's all. It's just the conditioning because you've had so many years of, of, you know, working, taking care of your family, and then just not getting the eight hours of sleep, so to speak. Mm. Okay. So how do you change the habit? Can you meditate to, to make yourself go to sleep at, you know, say 10 or so at night? Um, and you may not even be getting that, what they call that REM sleep, right? Where you're getting that restful sleep. I only get that when I'm completely exhausted. Mm -hmm. I know um, I um, was having some issues sleeping that was even more different from my other sleeping habits. Mm -hmm. And and I was concerned about it. You understand? Mm -hmm. And because, you know, over the years of of doing practicing mental health Mm -hmm. and all these years, I knew that sleeping my sleeping patterns were even more erratic. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and I know what to do and what to go, you know, it's, it's not something you just do therapy. So I went because I know what to do. You know, I mean, I, I'm a psychotherapist. I know what to do. So I'm like, man, but I didn't know what was going on with me. And I went to a, a psychiatrist to ask them and guess what he did. It was so incredible. That's mm-hmm. why I tell people, please don't, don't get mental health mixed up with, Oh, the craziness. So mm-hmm. he was asking me, oh, what's up with my sleeping habits? And I was like, um, well, I'm not sleeping like I used to. And so he says, do you snore? And I'm like, um, when I'm exhausted, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ready for this? He said, you have a um, like one of those breathing sleep machines? I said, yeah. So he said, though, that means you was diagnosed with sleep apnea. I said, yeah. <laughs> he said, watch this. Do you use it? No. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. He was like, use it. You know, because he was a cool dog. He was like, use right. it. Right. They go, they called me about two weeks. <laughs> called him like, first of all, I'm a professional. You're not going to embarrass me like this. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, man, okay. He said, that's it. You know, is, you know, it, it's funny because, you know, I'm so transparent and I laugh when people are like, oh, I'm not going to a psychiatrist. I'm not. I'm not great. I'm like, bro, that's why we try to let people know a cycle from cycle education, trauma education. You know, for years, mental health been practiced the wrong way. And now people have to be educated and learn this information could change your life learn how to identify with issues learn how to identify with your triggers your past traumas and everything and mm-hmm. mine was just sleeping but i knew i i don't i i couldn't i didn't have to go to a mechanic for you know i didn't have to go mm-hmm. to someone to pray for me i had to go to someone and i knew that this would they would know about it. that's because they described uh, medications and everything yeah. so i was trying to figure out because i wanted to sleep you know and it was just a matter of using my machine and help me get the rest that I needed. And guess mm-hmm. what? The headaches went away. Mm-hmm. I was more clear-minded. And it was just a, a, a easy resolve through yeah. information. Yeah. And that's that's what sleep does for your body. So it could be, you know, something physical. It could be mm-hmm. something psychological or it could be the conditioning that I was talking about earlier. But you still need the sleep. You know, you still need the sleep. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it helped my mind to be a little more clear, and yeah. I, I felt rested. I like that you mentioned that too, because there, 
um, you know, is this just stereotype about therapy, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's so good for you, but people just, most people um, just won't do it. Yeah. And yeah. again, it's about their life because I, 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 I said on a couple of shows and I said at this show, anything go unaddressed, it progressively gets worse. Mm -hmm. So you have to address that. Remember, it's your life. Yeah. No one else. So it could be mental health, physical health, mm -hmm. spiritual health. If you don't address it, it's just going to get worse. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. The, I, listen, I have I have coaches for different areas of my life. <laughs> yes. And I believe in it, you know. Yes, mentors, coaches. Yeah. We you know, you need them because accountability partners. Mm -hmm. Because what I've noticed um in the mental health profession is <laughs> so many people have so many issues. They never necessarily address their issues they just went and got credentials mm -hmm. and i guess that they felt that going to school and learning about it their problems would go away but they never address their problems mm -hmm. you just learn and, and and anyone knows psychology is a very interesting profession mm -hmm. it is very interesting you learn like oh my god but it's not just to be fascinated about it yeah. it serves a purpose and so I, i've seen in grad school i've seen people and i sit there i'm like wow, you had a lot of trauma. And, you know, again, you know who I am. I'm like, did you ever go to therapy? Mm -hmm. No. Oh, wow. So, so you know, um, there's a probability there's going to be some counter-transference going on in sessions. Mm -hmm. Hey, you get mad. Because, again, accountability. I don't want to hear that. Mm -hmm. And what happens? Again, unaddressed, progressive gets worse. And we all know it, it, it shows up and show out. Yeah. And I have a question for you in regards to that. Do you believe because that now that person that you were talking about and describing got that education in psychology, do you believe they can take themselves through the process of healing? No. I, 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 so remember, there's always a possibility, but remember mm -hmm. probabilities. Mm -hmm. and, and, and one thing about um, professionals, healers, it's just like we all know, um, you ever see medical doctors have huge egos? Mm -hmm. And so people have a lot of information. Yeah. But again, one of the things is being transparent with yourself, mm -hmm. having an accountability partner. And even in my book, uh, Love Child, Children Born Out of Lust Not Love, I talk about having an accountability partner. Mm -hmm. They're not going to agree with you on every point, every perspective, every, every idea, but they will be that person who will be able to hold you accountable in that time of need. Mm -hmm. And so you have a healers and mental health professional, psychotherapists are so educated when it comes to giving advice, but not taking it, mm -hmm. you know? And like me, if I have something, one, I have a, a core professionals and that um, we talk, you know, and I'm like, hey man, mm -hmm. you know, it's just like people say, well, you know, the intimacy coach or doing relationships. And I'm very transparent with, with these people about things. I'm like, okay, how can I improve here? How can I improve there? And I discuss it because ultimately, because um, sometimes as as objective as I am as a human being, mm -hmm. I'm still a human being. And there may be some things that may make me be uh, subjective and it's very small, mm -hmm. but I still need an accountability partner. And I use that. Yeah. And my professionals like, you know, I, I, I'm going to share this and everyone's listening to it. And I remember um, it was something I was going through. And remember uh, my self-awareness mm -hmm. and everyone knows me. I'm very neat. I'm very clean. I'm very organized. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I was noticing 
for like three days. I'm like, dang, I didn't wash dishes. I was laying on the couch mm-hmm. and I didn't make the bed. Three days snuck up on me, which was obviously depression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because I told you, I'm very aware, but even a person like me, I'm glad I knew the symptoms. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This mm-hmm. is three days. I called um, um, one of my professional friends and I said, man, do you realize? I shared this. I'm like, man, I must be depressed. I said, of course, you know that's why. <laughs> you got to shake that job off, yeah. you know. But again, talking um, because we have a code. We're not friends during this time. You understand? That's right. And it was just questioning me because again, we're so we spend so much time helping and giving others. Sometimes we don't take time. Mm-hmm. And again, you know me, I'm always about self-love and doing something. But as a human being, that's I'm gonna err, you know. I'm gonna minimize that error. Like some people say, well, everyone makes mistakes. I say, I know I do, but I minimize mm-hmm. it. Because I have a level of self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, and when they talked to me, Randy, I said, oh. And I, I took care of everything. But depression snuck up on me. Yeah. You know? And, I, and just like weight. Mm-hmm. Bad eating habits. Mm-hmm. You know? And and these are the things, um, again, you have to reset your mind and get back on, on point. Stay yeah. centered and have accountability partners. Yeah. And as long as you don't stay there, right, that self-awareness comes with um, your ability to learn from your experience to to minimize. Like you said, it doesn't mean it won't happen again, but just to minimize um, how much it happens and, and, you know, continuing to stay aware of, you know, the signs that can tell you, okay, I need to do something different here now. Like and like you said, you engaged, you know, another professional. But this is why I say psychoeducation. Mm-hmm. Because you have to know the signs and symptoms. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a person super neat, mm-hmm. been practicing for years, and three days snuck up on me. Mm-hmm. So suppose I was like the person who who didn't know the signs of depression, right? And right. that's why that's why I tell people it's education, and you have to pay attention. You know, it's a you know three days now. That's a long time for me. Yeah, you know, because I'm very neat, you know, and I'm like, whoa, it snuck up on me. Oh heck no! I'm gonna, <laughs> you know, I'm like shucks. <laughs> you know, so imagine, you know, just like eating right. You know, um, like you know how, um, not understanding healthy lifestyle is is, is a lifestyle, and then a the person said, "Well, he slipped. They don't. They 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 stop drinking. They mm-hmm. said, "Well, just have one drink. It'll be okay." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They haven't drank in, in in six weeks, and they said, "Well, man." Listen, I haven't had a drink six weeks. I had one last week. I had one a week before last. This is just not going to hurt. Mm-hmm. But now you went from six weeks of not having, mm-hmm. and now in the past three weeks, you didn't have one drink per week. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, knowing your limitations, yeah. you know, and knowing who you are, but sometimes people backslide and, and start picking up old habits. Mm-hmm. And they, they thought it was a lifestyle, but they got comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And and really, a lot of times they don't recognize the um, effects of backsliding. Right. (laughs) It is a slippery slope. Right. And they think that they can handle it. But that's not that's usually not the case. And and eating is very much like um, alcohol or, you know, drugs as well. Right. I mean, 
It definitely is. You you backslide and then you have to start all over again. That's what the reset is all about. But mm. <laughs> yeah. So uh, listen, um, we got about six minutes, but I want to um, for the next few minutes, I want to talk about um, and I was talking about people tend to feel more confident mm-hmm. uh, when they're looking good. So let's talk about some of the things when you're talking about improving their their um, social life. Mm-hmm. Because um, I, I could start off with one of my first clients as a life coach. Um, they were extremely overweight. I I did some um, stuff and they got some procedures done. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I noticed the change, you know hands feet hair clothes mm-hmm. you get it hands mm-hmm. feet mm-hmm. the hair and then mm-hmm. the clothes mm-hmm. then for the first time in their life they got a compatible male companion mm-hmm. because remember they never got that attention yeah and the attention they got was doing something strange for a change after dark but then <laughs> these <laughs> <laughs> what? what? These people, nice way to put it. <laughs> you know, and, and you know how that that really you you have low self worth because you know only time they want to see you is doing something strange for some change after dark. Mm-hmm. But now people actually was taking them serious. Yeah, want to date them. Yeah, and and they like that feeling. You know. Yeah, because it's something they never had, but they yeah. realized that the work they had to put into it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, it changes that the confidence piece of that people can see that they can read that, you know, if you're exuding confidence, you're going to attract a different type of person. Um, yes. 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 Yeah. yes. <laughs> and that, that comes with everything, not just, you know, um, relation, intimate relationships. It also comes with, you know, your professional life, your business, entrepreneurial yes. life, your, even your household, right? Your, mm-hmm. your kids, like it affects everything, everything. you know? So it, once you start to exude that confidence, you feel good about yourself. You start changing, you know, what you're doing in terms of how mm-hmm. you present yourself. And like you said, you take care of the outside in terms of, you know, the hair, the nails, the clothes, but then you also have a different attitude and a different level of self-respect, right? Not just the esteem, but the respect for yourself as well. So once that happens, then you attract, you know, better. And and the thing is, and and, and this is one of the things that it ends up being, you know, that Mm -hmm. Mm self-love and they start really identifying what real self-love not what they were just saying it and ultimately increase their self-esteem. Yeah. And then they have they, their self-respect. So they have a higher standard. Mm-hmm. And then right here, they start feeling more worthy Yeah. because then they more dignified. That's right. Because then they have more self-preservation. I love you it. Know? Yeah. You know, so and it's because, because, you know, how sometimes people perceive themselves or loving themselves. Mm-hmm. But then when you look at those other factors, they, they're non-existent. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. a word, you know, and not just words about actions. And so I, I, I see people uh, really do better, you know, and like you said, they have a whole different clientele mm-hmm. when it comes to their relationships, a whole mm-hmm. different type of person. Yeah. And, uh, and then they with that standard, they're like, oh, I'm not tolerating this. And now I see how I was before mm-hmm. and how my standards have increased. Yeah. Because I, I know that I'm worthy. Yeah. You know? Even in even when you look at like their family relationships, all of that 
Yeah. You know, how people um, treat you. Yeah. Yes. You know, the ones who not looking good, overweight, low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. They the ones who people just send the children over there. They mm -hmm. ask them to do things and they're like, well, I'm not dating. I'm not going out. And the people know that. Mm -hmm. They take them for granted. Mm -hmm. But then when they started feeling good about themselves, it's, it's like putting on eyeglasses, you know. You know, they start to see a look clearer. Yeah. And they start like, hey, I am worthy. I am great. You know, so. um, Changing the lens, that's for sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I, I, we have to go back to your self-love real quick because I okay. love your your t-shirt. Your t-shirt. I love myself some me, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I, wear, I have two of those. I wear those. And people yes, may think I'm, I'm conceited, but I just, I love me. <laughs> yes. So I'm yes. You know, and that's the thing because people been saying it, but actions are not consistent with the word yeah. because when people allow people to talk to me any kind of way treat them any kind of way being toxic relationships abusive relationships that's not self-love mm -hmm. that's a whole bunch of other things but it's not self-love mm -hmm. they can say it but they're not defining it yeah they're not living it and breathing it yeah yes so listen um how can people contact you how can they get on your team and get all suave tabulous <laughs> every morning you know <laughs> yeah can um, they get your books tell the people absolutely so they can reach out to me at um tracy r at the reset global.com that's my email and i am on facebook as tracy randolph i'm on um facebook also as the reset coach on instagram you can look me up as tracy randolph or the reset underscore the the underscore reset underscore coach or on LinkedIn is Tracy Randolph. So, you know, you can find me on those platforms and also on Web Talk as well as Tracy Randolph. So a few different platforms where people can find me. You can go to the resetcoach.com. And if you hit contact and put your information in, you can find me there as well. So, at uh, you know, uh, a lot of different it, places where you can get in touch. And is it anywhere like you have any podcasts that the people can watch? Uh, I well, I have two shows, two yeah, shows. <laughs> One called the Whole Living Show, which you can see that in my in my background here, and that's about everything wellness, mind, body, and spirit. We cover it all. Anything that affects your whole life is on that show, and and Dr. Brother Suave has been on that show. And then there's another show called Fem Talk that I What's do that with three other ladies and them talk is about a little bit of everything it started off as you know women coming together talking about things that they would normally talk around mm -hmm. the table in private that they would we were bringing to the public but we talk about social issues we just life um in general it's a lot of fun even though it's called fem talk we do incorporate the men dr brother swap was also on that show as well and we will be asking you to come <laughs> back but we just had uh, last night, some couples on there talking about relationships, yes. marriage. It's a great, great show. Yes, that was great. Um, yeah, yeah, they they both are. I've had some amazing guests on on both of them, and uh, I'm just just loving it. Yes. Well, man, this has been a suave, amazing broadcast. I'm so happy. I'm so blessed, and I hope that um, each and everyone who's tuned in was able to get empowered, um, learn something. Because again. Um, holistic living is not just a fad, but it's a lifestyle and you got to take it serious. Um, and just remember, um, you are your best person. You have to take care of yourself. And remember, you got one heart, one life, one soul protected at all costs. So this is, um, Dr. Brother Suave, research coach, Tracy, um, 
listen, this has been an amazing, swap amazing broadcast. And just remember, um, great minds reach great places. I love you, and I mean it. Bye-bye. Tune in and stream live now. Social Therapy with Dr. Brother Suave, the podcast, is now being broadcast on NPN Voice. NPN Voice can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and now on Audible and Amazon Music and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Social Therapy with Dr. Brother Suave, the podcast, now on NPN Voice. NPN Voice, got voice, you heard? Possible by Neighborhood Planet Broadcasting Systems, Neighborhood Planet Network, and from contributions to NPN TV from viewers like you.